Hi guys, what is up on this beautiful day here in Virginia Beach? Hopefully wherever you are located. Uh, the weather, if it's been really hot, it's starting to cool down a little bit. Um, I'm so excited to bring on my good friend today, Marcus Sue Rogers. And I, whenever I met Marcus Sue, I actually noticed her before I met her. And you know those people that you just see that... Uh, they just have, they're just, they're filled with so much joy and she just has this vibrant light around her. And I was so intrigued by just her everything, like everything that just encompassed this woman, um, her, um, her, her vibrant personality. And, um, whenever I started connecting with her, this was before I even uh, found her on, on social media. I was like, I just got to find out who this girl is and like, see what she's doing and what she's about. You know, I think social media in a way you can kind of, uh, you can kind of do some like background checks on people uh, nowadays. It's, it's definitely like a portfolio and it, you know, I shouldn't have been surprised um, whenever I, I saw her, her social media channel, and she is changing so many lives. And what I love about Marcus Sue is because she reminds me of where I was in the very beginning whenever I started my fitness journey. And uh, and it was so, so simple. Uh, and the same message many moons ago, the same message today is being on a journey to help change the lives of others around me. And she is doing that. Um, she made a decision to change her life and she is now changing so many lives, not only in our community of Virginia beach, uh, but in just across the nation. And, you know, Marcus, Sue and I started, started talking, uh, just about fitness and about, um, a lot of the business side of things. She had a lot of questions and whenever I, I, you know, we were, we were out there uh, talking on the, uh, around the football field. And I was like, Marcus, I was like, let's just have a podcast and talk about this. I think the questions, the questions that you have are the same questions of many, uh, younger starting influencers, uh, especially it honestly doesn't even matter if you're in the fitness industry or not, but just getting started a, of running a business and a company on your own, starting from passion and just learning how to funnel that and to monetize it when and how you can. So I'm really excited to talk to Marcus Sue and to have her on the podcast and, and you'll, you'll notice, and I want you guys to pay attention. She talks a lot about the support that she has around her and how she would not be able to do this if it wasn't for uh, a, a special, significant somebody in her life giving her the margin time and believing in her to be able to chase her dreams down. So uh, let's bring on Marcus Sue. Welcome to the Reborn Podcast, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I have a guest in person with me today that I was, uh, I feel so fortunate and blessed to be able to connect with. And it's, she's a fellow mother located here in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And what turned me on to her and what I, I noticed, not only is her energy just super contagious and positive and just all the good vibes, um, but when you dig a little deeper and you check out her social media, she is changing lives. Is it just locally that you're coaching women? 
No. And men, too. And men. I mean, uh, women are attracted to what I have, yeah. right? Um, but no, it's actually, um, I work with a lot of people worldwide, actually. Okay. That's um, really cool. Germany, Japan, overseas yeah. a little bit. So, yeah, I can do it from anywhere. Uh, I-, I was uh, talking to Marcus Sue uh, the other day, and you know, she kind of, she reminds me so much of myself, like whenever I started, because it's like, whenever you start growing a platform, uh, you know, it all, it always starts out as passion. It's passion driven. You're doing something because you, you love it. And you, sometimes you can start growing so fast. And I think whenever we were having a conversation and Marcus Sue was like, I'm just like, I'm growing really fast. And like, you know, she had all these questions. I was like, you know what, let's just, I think this is really interesting because I love talking about business. I love, uh, I love female entrepreneurs, female business women. And I think that there is a lot that we can kind of unpack here to yeah. talk about where, where it all started and where you're at right now. And to kind of give our listeners those it doesn't even have to be in the fitness industry. If, if you guys are wanting to start a business um, or if you have a passion for something, even if it starts out as a, as a side hobby at first, uh, this is going to be a great, great episode for you. So can we start out? I want to kind of talk about, can you introduce yourself? Yeah. And she has four crazy kids. Crazy. Thank crazy, you for beautiful saying kids. that before I had to because yes, they are they wild. They are awesome. <laughs> like her kids. And she has three boys and one girl, and I, I look at this little girl, I'm like, man, <laughs> if I had a little girl, like, you want me, you you make me want to have, like, another one, like, You try can for a girl. borrow her anytime. <laughs> I will. She's sassy. She's, she's got it. She's got the three brothers. <laughs> yeah, she can, whenever, you know, she's I She's going to be so tough. So, and never have a boyfriend, probably. Good <laughs> yeah. luck to, to all the boys out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, my name is Marcus T. Roger. I grew up in Texas, um, mm-hmm. close to Oklahoma, so okay. we kind of connected there. And so were you in Northern Texas, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, the Metroplex, Mm, right. mm -hmm. Um, and not really small town, but like I went to the small school growing up, like the football fields named after my grandparents, you know, know, just kind of that feel. Um, and then have you been able to take the kids back to see that? Absolutely. Is that pretty cool? It very cool. Just to stand on that field. And, um, they got to stand on that field with my granddad before he passed actually three of my four. So that was like super, um, yeah, just those pictures. You have yeah. those certain memories in your mind and yeah. physically, right, that mean a lot. But, um, yeah, we've been in Virginia Beach for about two years and love it. And, um, yeah, it's been good. So tell me um, a little bit about do you, the business that you have now. Does it have a name? Yeah, so I coach through, I mean, I'm, I'm a certified health coach through COPE, yeah. Center of Obesity Prevention. So um, I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not a therapist or doctor, but I do but have- But you are. Yeah, right? Me, I, I know a, this. I hold a lot of space. I know this. <laughs> being a being yep. in the health industry, you say you're a health coach. I remember when I was even working with clients like one-on-one, I mean, well, not their doctor, but you become mm-hmm. like their therapist. You become like, it's so much deeper. Like you're penetrating lives so much deeper than just on the surface. It's not like you're just, you know, helping people coach and, and get through like their uh, workouts and, and right. health. It's, it's a lot Well, because, and even just like on the forefront of this conversation saying like, you know, it starts with this passion. Mm-hmm. Um, like to even go deeper, mm-hmm. like I think a lot of this manifested from a lot of pain mm. that I experienced, which kind of led to like, you know, if if I'm he- healing, right? Mm-hmm. Not like there's still the scars, the band-aids, you know, of mm-hmm. some of my past, but 
I think you heal and then you grow from that and then you almost owe it to this world to pay it forward. Mm -hmm. And did you feel like when you were going through that time in your life that there was a lot of negative self-talk to yourself? Like what what is it? What is it that made you go into that dark hole? Was it just like, like self-confidence or was it uh, like you just, you didn't see yourself self-worth or. Well, um, I don't even know how deep I'm supposed to get on here. I mean, my dad walked away from my mom after 35 years of marriage, um, the day after Jim left. And, um, I think just what that does to your own marriage and Mm -hmm. questioning who you are as a wife and is what you're doing as a mother, as a wife, um, like, dare I say like good enough, Yeah, you know, and I'm educated, I'm smart, I'm hardworking. Mm -hmm. Um, but I had really just sat on this fact that I had four babies in five years and I'm a supportive spouse and Mm -hmm. this is who Marcus Sue is. And I actually struggled, you know, even though my name's kind of unique, I struggled for a good portion of my life to just like know true significance, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, I kind of thought I could find that in, you know, being a supportive wife or a very active mother. Mm -hmm. And I think what I found is I actually needed to start filling my own cup a little bit more, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. even to serve my own four walls better. Mm -hmm. But that is lost on a lot of mothers who are even thinking about Mm -hmm. starting a business Mm -hmm. or, you know, there's this misconception, you know, if I start to serve outside my home, Will it take away from the right. impact in my home? And it's the opposite. I think we could have an entire podcast <laughs> on uh, when it comes to being a mother and a working mother and the guilt that that has. And um, I, whenever, whenever I started my fitness journey, I mean, same thing. Um, this was many, many moons ago, completely different relationship than where I'm at now in my mm-hmm. present. But I was with... Uh, a guy that he wanted me to stay at home. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I thought that I was, I was, I was really good at that. I loved that. I loved everything that I did at home. And, uh, but I had like this passion inside of me to be able, I really wanted to change lives, especially women's lives, because the moment I started training, the confidence that I had within me was like, it just blossomed. Mm -hmm. And uh, he ended up giving me an ultimatum saying that I either had to stay home, just do, and there's, there's, I want to make this very, very clear. Marcus and I both know that being a stay at home mother is a full time job. Of course. (laughs) It's like, it is so hard and there is nothing, nothing wrong with that. But I, you know, just with my, with my drive that I had, I, you know, he, he basically gave me an ultimatum. And I took the, I took the other way. I was like, you know, I was like, I'll I'll prove you wrong. Like I Mm. can do it and I can be successful. And, uh, that, that was like the start of, you know, you talk about like lighting a fire in my butt. Like it just, like, it just made me want to work really, really hard. Yeah. And, um, so kind of going back to your journey, whenever you wanted to make the transition of, how did that happen? Like, because I mean, you have a super, super cute physique and I've seen you post some transformation photos yeah, my of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Is that kind of during like the dark time? Yep. That was life? it. And, um, you know, I was pregnant with Marilyn Sue, um, that whole year. And I actually did a lot of healing mentally, a lot of therapy really worked on myself. Um, and then I remember just seeing a picture of me. I hope this is how did how- you did you do therapy? Like, did you go talk to somebody? Yes, or what I did. Was your, oh yeah, you in did. person, weekly. Okay. I went with my kids. Um, Jim and I went a few times mm. um, through a service that's provided. Um, and 
yeah, I'm totally open to that. I think mental health, you, I, you know, it's, it's hard to, you know, it all fa- falls in line, right? I, I preach healthy body, healthy mind, healthy finances. I think that you have to get really lean in all three of those areas mm. to actually bulk up what's important to you. Mm. And so in order to build muscle, I had to physically get lean in order to, um, create the kind of environment for my family and relationships I want, I had to get lean in some relationships mm. that weren't serving me. Mm-hmm. And same with our finances. You know, mm-hmm. we are, we're so blessed, but mm-hmm. um, I think it's important for moms and wives and anybody out there listening, speaking to your point of pain that moved it to passion. Mm-hmm. It's okay to feel content. I was so content with my life, mm-hmm. but to not be satisfied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's like, you have to get to that line and be okay with being like, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. I have a roof over my head. I have these four healthy, beautiful children. I have a wonderful marriage, a great man. Mm-hmm. I'm actually not satisfied or done with what I want to do with this life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. What is that. your degree in? Marketing and finance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Went to school. And did you ever use the degree? I did right after college. Um, I worked for Marriott, which actually had a great cool. corporate experience. Mm-hmm. Um, learned a lot. I think that um, JW Marriott, who you know started... Um, he had a he has a really good mindset, which I've taken with me. He said, you know, we're going to take care of our people, so they take care of the people. Mm. So they always did. They, you know, the small things. They paid me on time. Mm. They, you know, like the little things that actually help you as an employee mm-hmm. feel confident and competent in your job. And then I was able to actually serve the guest or you know the mm-hmm. part whatever I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but didn't love it. Wait, you know, I'm <laughs> too creative for yeah. that kind of box. You know me yeah. a little bit in that sense. So. Um, but yeah, good stepping stone. And then after that, no, I got married and, and started having babies. Yeah. And that was that was it. So at what point after you, was it after you had your littlest, mm-hmm. Marilyn? Mm-hmm. Is that whenever you decided that you wanted to like start training for yourself? Like yes. when, did, when did the health and fitness come in? Come in. It was ex- she was 10 months old. And I have, I'm pretty hard. Um, I just don't think motherhood has to be that big of a punch in the face. Like mm-hmm. I kind of made a point early on, like my, like my kids aren't going to be terrible sleepers and they're not mm-hmm. going to be terrible eaters and we're going to be respectful. Mm-hmm. And I just sat there and looked at myself one day and thought, man, I have been so hard bound mm-hmm. on not succumbing to these myths about motherhood, um, except for my, my personal health. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was like, I can't be satisfied with mm-hmm. being like, just cause I had four kids in five years doesn't mean I have to be overweight and tired all the time. Yeah. Who says that? Mm-hmm. Right. But like we, in America, we've like conditioned ourselves for that to be okay. Um, we actually flew out here to Virginia and all, you know, I, um, all of that kind of manifested because our kids, I wanted to send them to this school here. Mm-hmm. And we were denied for financial aid three times because, well, you know, living in California, mm-hmm. what we were receiving and yeah. some allowances was higher. Yeah. And math is math, right? right. Like I wasn't arguing yeah. with the system. Um, but I sat on that plane ride home and I was nursing her and I just was crying because I knew in my heart, like, like they were supposed I, to be at their school. I just yeah. knew when I walked those halls yeah. and I picked up the phone and I called my good friend who I had known for three years, who's been doing this 12, 12 years now. Yeah. And... I said, hey, I don't know what you do or how you do it, but I need it all. Yeah. I need the physical part of the program. Mm-hmm. I want to study and be mentored by you. Uh-huh. And I want to help my friends and family who don't feel good. Yeah. And she literally just said, okay, do you trust me? And that is really what this mm. health business is. It's a transfer of trust because there's yeah. shame here. Yeah. You know, there's shame how we got to that place yeah. for your clients. There's shame. Yeah. And so, yeah, I trusted her and it, that was only three years ago. Two. Two years ago. You Two in a few months. So fast. Crazy. 
I do think the world puts, I, I mean, I've definitely have dealt with that as well as especially, I mean, I've been a working mother since, I mean, cash mm. was four months old and trip was almost two. I mean, I, they've known it no other yes. way. I, and I kind of did it backwards. Like I didn't, I never had a college degree. I never, uh, you know, I, I was actually, I did one year of school and I was going to be a kindergarten teacher. I love it. <laughs> I, I wish you would have been I know. That's why, <laughs> that's why I actually, I, I got the opportunity to like homeschool auto for a kindergarten. Lived your dream. I did, but it was, like, it was so crazy. <laughs> I was homeschooling all of them and I loved homeschooling auto because you know, kindergarten's like, right. um, but what, what I have found and what I have to constantly remind myself is that that what I'm doing is enough. I, the mm. world puts a lot of pressure on mothers and it's like this, um, you know, you can call it like the perfect Instagram box where you're always comparing like what these other moms are doing or like, or like, dang, look at their lunch. You know, it's like, yeah. there's always, if, if, if we allow ourselves to feel guilty and feel that we're not doing enough or being enough, it, it, it kind of can spiral us into like this dark hole where we just don't feel like we're measuring up. Yep. And a lot of that has to do with just, I mean, just worldly things that, you know, it, it there shouldn't be any standard of motherhood or like what you can or can't do. I mean, my house is like a mess, like all the time. People are like, I don't know how you do it. I'm like, well, like, you yeah. know, I like I'm not like half the time, like I have laundry all the time. There's <laughs> dishes in my sink all the time. And, uh, you know, I know that like not every single day is going to be perfect and it's okay. It's called being a normal human right. and have being a, like a busy, a busy person and being normal. Right. I, I kind of had this motto for years, like living in the, in the, and like I can be a mom and mm. a health coach, mm -hmm. a good wife and a good mother, you know? And I think what I really found is like, just almost just integrating all of it. Mm -hmm. Like that's just who I am. Mm -hmm. It's not like I don't do these different roles. Like it's just, like my kids are integrated in every, including on the platform, social media mm -hmm, that I've mm -hmm. built this with, you know, they're integrated in all of it. And when you really take time to integrate the work and home life mm -hmm. and just let that become who you are, um, I think I've just found it works a lot better in my home, Yeah, you know, and we delegate, there were some shifts that had to be made. And I think some wives and mothers are a little fearful, you know, oh, well, like when I tell people that like Jim does bed and bath, they're like, what's your bedtime routine? I'm like, I don't know. Whatever happened. I don't know what happened from six to six 30. <laughs> yeah. That's up to Jim. Like yeah, upstairs, right. you know, I just, as long awesome. as I don't, I don't need to know yep. about it, put my headphones on. And, but there was conversations and I yeah. did, you know, even speaking back to like your original startup of this conversation, you know, the old quote, you either have a support nurse, you know, successful women have a two options, a successful or uh, supportive husband. Mm hmm or no partner at all. Or no partner at all. Right. Period. Yeah. And, um, but here's the deal. I have earned that relational capita with Jim Rogers. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I have earned that with him because I have backed him from day one. Mm -hmm. And um, that's where that mutual respect mm -hmm. in a partnership comes from. Mm -hmm. And I, that's not lost on me at how blessed I am mm -hmm. to have his support in all of this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then that filters down into your children. They're going to model what their papa yeah. does for, yeah. for their you know, whenever you, whenever you took the leap of faith and you're like, okay, 
Oh, well, let me ask you this. Why did you choose health and fitness? Cause your background wasn't, your background was in like finance and marketing. So why, like, what was it on the plane ride or what was mm. it that you were like, Oh, like this is the route I'm going to take. I think cause that's where I was struggling. And I mm. think a lot of for time, yourself, for myself, mm. I physically wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And I, um, you know, I think whatever you're passionate about or whatever you're wanting to start as a a side gig, which, you know, you, you know, this, you treat it as a side gig. It'll always be like that. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a pivot about 90 days in where I realized how many women specifically felt the same way I did. Yeah. And people were like, I was shocked. I had no idea. You always looked good on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, I wasn't posting pictures. Of me. <laughs> yeah. I was hiding behind my kids. So you just don't know what, yeah. what people are struggling with or the pain. And then just really becoming conditioned to not assume anything about anyone. You know, you can't look at somebody and assume, you right. know, who they are, what they've been through, mm -hmm. you know? And when I've taken a backseat to assumption, it's like opened up this whole new realm of friendships and love. Mm -hmm. And But to answer your question, I, I had a need and the need was to get the weight off. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, I lost 40 pounds in 17 weeks. Wow. And um, it didn't make my life perfect, yeah. you know? But I will tell you, um, it does simplify a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the number on the scale is what it is, but, um, I'm a more active mother. Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't have shown up for a coffee date like this. Cause I would have been uncomfortable in my clothes two years really? ago, you know, like I'm a better yeah. friend because yeah. of this. Yeah. Um, I'm a much more joyful wife and intimate partner. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, we can talk about what people lose, but what you gain yeah. when you kind of find freedom in that, um, is a whole different life. And yeah. that made me passionate to go find every, like every morning when I wake up, like I just think there is somebody on that crazy social media world mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and all the bad. Mm -hmm. There's one person today, I guarantee you, mm -hmm. that if I just put my hand down, like I can pull them out. Yeah. And that's what it's about. It's mm -hmm. like, I can't help thousands until I helped one. Mm -hmm. So how was it when you, so you started coaching. So yeah. you- started working on yourself yeah, and then you started coaching. Can you talk about the feeling of when you realized that what you were doing was like changing lives? Oh, like look at my arms you right have goosebumps. now. Goosebumps. Yeah. Um, like what can you, can you like the first person that was like, wow, you, mm. you've saved my life or like, thank you for changing my life. I mean, it started with family, right? Mm. That's the first people to trust you, yeah. you know, or some of your high school girlfriends that yeah. are like, okay, like, <laughs> go for it, Marcus yeah. Sue. And, um, and so, yeah, there was some very pivotal moments. I remember my aunt um, was probably one of my first five clients and she actually didn't really have a weight loss goal, which, mm. so it was kind of surprising to me that mm. she was like willing to work with me to structure her nutrition. Mm -hmm. um, but six weeks after working with me, she called me and said, you know, she'd lost seven or eight pounds, which is great, right? Um, which actually 40% of my business is women that want to lose seven to 10 pounds. It's a big deal to mm -hmm. people, which somebody like me who lost 40, I'm like, oh my goodness. But <laughs> uh, my aunt um, called and said, I just wanted to tell you, I had a random checkup. And after 20 years of taking thyroid medication, my doctor took me off of it. Wow. 20 years. And I think at that point, I kind of realized, oh my goodness, like this is more than yeah. weight loss or fitting into jeans, which are all superficial. And I validate all of them. Mm -hmm. It's what I said on my <laughs> health assessment. I want to wear cute yeah. jeans yeah. and, you know, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I think when it started becoming more through, you know, from the scale to changing lives and just an actual health 
uh-huh. like, you know, taking care of people's health. And then even when it became too big to do myself and bringing on coaching partners, bringing moms home from jobs um, mm. that wanted to be home, did want to be home right. with their kids. Yeah. Or um, one of my dear friends that I went to college with, who I cheered with, is a pediatric nurse practitioner in Miami. Um, extremely brilliant, smart. Um, she utilized our nutrition structure, lost 25 pounds, and was furloughed during COVID. Uh, and they're a two-income family. And she straight up called me. I was her first she, phone call. And she was like, I need right, something. I need some income. Like, yeah. I need to take that burden off. And to be that, like, it makes me emotional to be that phone call yeah. to create some financial margin in somebody's life who is educated and gives a lot to this world, especially to our children. Yeah. Um, that, like, that was pretty groundbreaking. So it's mm-hmm. kind of just stair-stepped uh-huh. from that. So I want to talk about a little bit... Um, we have, we've already talked about your four wild children. <laughs> like, can you imagine if we got all of our kids inside one house? It'd probably like no. burn down. When are we going to do that? <laughs> I don't know. No, don't say to. that. Well, actually, I need to bring mine over is it gonna for be, Halloween. Is it, well, it going to be my house or your house? Which I, house you is pick it your poison. Be? I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll make them do the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so kind of, so you're, you're working from home now. Yeah. And school is in full swing. And how old is Marilyn? She's the youngest. She's three. She just turned three. Okay. So she does a little... Preschool-ish. Yeah. Her and Case, yeah. um, they do like a little half, five day a week, half morning, mm-hmm. you know, glorified. Can you can you talk about your, your schedule every yeah. day and how as a working mother and working from home, which I find I absolutely love working from home, but sometimes it can be like really challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you do that? How do you, how do you kind of like manage both? Yeah. So I stopped multitasking. Mm. Um, I single task when you multitask, this is how I feel personally. And I'm not your attention to both things. Yeah. And I'm not talking like, you know, sauteing chicken and you know, like I'm talking like, um, actual time blocking, like working and being with your kids at the same time. Yeah. There's some things that I integrate, but when it comes to really serving people at a high level, um, because I am, I'm listening, like you said, um, glorified, you know, health coach, therapist, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to let them have that space without a child in the background. Mm-hmm. So for me, I found when I was trying to like multitask is um, I accomplished nothing and I actually felt guilty about everything. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like a fully present mom. I wasn't. So I, I use what I have time-wise. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Mm-hmm. I just choose to use those efficiently. Mm-hmm. And so I do have this good portion um, in the mornings, a three to four hour period that I try and knock out as much as I can. However, because I run high capacity and high efficiency, I get burned out. Mm. And so I need things like this. I mm-hmm. actually have, I mean, you and I scheduled this mm-hmm. literally on our calendar. Yes. We put it in our calendar. It's on, it blocked have to, off. I have to do that. You have to. I have to do that with everything. Every day. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I definitely structure that with a calendar. Every Thursday night, Jim and I sit down after the kids go to bed and we look at our um, family's week. Mm. That's so you did it on Thursdays. Thursday nights. Why, why Thursday nights? I just think because the weekends I want to be present and productive oh, okay. on the weekends. That's and I feel like actually, cause I used to do mine on Sundays. A lot of people and it do does Sundays. take time away from Sunday. Yeah. But I kind of like the Thursday idea. Yeah. It's just, and it just so happened that it was like, well, not of course our kids have football tonight, but it, used, it used to be the one night that we had like no sports, no yeah. small group. And so it just became like this really good, um, like rock in our schedules. Mm-hmm. Like let's reconnect on, um, Thursday mm-hmm. and prep our weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I build this around what matters most. And that's my, my kids and mm-hmm. my husband. And so that goes first on the calendar. Mm-hmm. And after that, I put in some play. 
nails, hair, yeah. coffee dates. Yeah. Um, and then, then my work schedule falls after that. Yeah. And, um, because I do work with people all over the, the world. Um, you know, I had meetings at 7 a.m. this morning before kids, just mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. But um, I was willing to do that with her. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Tuesday nights, I pick one night a week to stay up late for West Coast. Mm. Um, so I think just, you know, structure is your friend in any business. And that's with anything in life, though. Mm-hmm. You know, you sh- if you'll structure your nutrition for a short amount of time, there's so much freedom. Yeah. If you structure your home, your relationships, freedom, mm-hmm. you structure your time. There's a lot of white space on my calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Because everything's like really planned out and organized. Yeah. I, that has been key and, and something that uh, the success that I have had mm-hmm. being able to accomplish so much within the course of a day or like a week is everything has to be very scheduled and organized. Yeah. Because if I don't, it's like before I know it, I mean, the days go by so fast, you know, this like, oh. You know, it's like, it's like if, if you don't make same thing with like working out and training, mm-hmm. you have to make it a priority. It has to be a priority and you have to treat it like it's an appointment. Just like Marcus, Sue and I were saying is we put stuff in our calendar and it is an, it is an appointment that we can't cancel. Yeah, to rock. cancel. Yeah. And I think too, life happens, right? Mm-hmm. Like life's not linear. It's not yeah. like you've never had a little disruption in oh, your day, I right? Get disruptions, right? Yeah, yeah. But something that is really helpful is that block mm-hmm. just gets moved. Mm-hmm. Right, it doesn't get deleted. Yeah, it doesn't get deleted. Right, just move it around. You move it yeah. around. Shuffle it around. Yeah. Um, yeah that's so, good. so what's like? What's next? You're coaching I, the people. No, I was about to ask you. I what? need to know, like. I want to know from you, you know, you find this little niche or this lane, mm-hmm. but what you have created as I have done a embarrassingly long deep dive on your yeah. life and just what you've created. Yeah. I'm just in awe, even walking in this space is like my heart just is so happy for you. Thanks. Honestly, yeah. like it's a it's big deal. Awesome. It's, it's incredible. Thank you. Um, I want to know, like, how do you decide like what is next? I feel like that's where almost mm. I need even mentorship or guidance mm-hmm. is like, I can help people lose weight. Mm-hmm. I can actually bring people home from work. Mm-hmm. I can work, I work through a book system with them. Um, we journal about, we call it a life book, but back, I'm content, but not satisfied. Yeah. So it comes down to, and this is a lesson that my mom taught me. Um, I, I was in a really bad spot in my life and uh, it was the first, uh, I, so I have all these training programs called, it's called Becoming Extraordinary. And um, I, ha- I have like over 20 now. They're sold online. So I have a ton. And uh, it would, I mean, it had to have been like 10 years ago, 12 years ago now. Um, I wrote my very first program. I was really scared to put myself out there, right? Because you become vulnerable. I'm sure like whenever you started coaching and like, you know, your first call, like you are <laughs> vulnerable and putting yourself out there and like, yeah. like you have to, uh, I mean, the first time I ever did, do you know what a park you is? It's, it's like an assessment before no, like personal trainers, whenever you meet with somebody like one-on-one in a gym, I don't even know if people still do these anymore, but this was like way old school. The first two people that I sat down to do a park you, it's like an assessment. Okay. 
uh, I remember they looked at me and they're like, have you ever even trained anybody before? And I was like, oh yeah, yeah you know, yeah. I've had lots of experience. <laughs> and, uh, and it was those two people like never came back. Right. They never <laughs> came back. I was like, you know, so you kind of go through like this, mm. I, that I'll never forget that. And I was thinking like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> you talk about like a little blow to the ego. Cause it's like, oh, I'm going to be a new fitness trainer. Like this is going to be awesome. And that's how I started out there. I was a floor trainer mm. and, um, Whenever it was the same, it was the same thing. Whenever I wrote my first program, it's a 12 week training program called becoming extraordinary. And I just put it out there. This was before I didn't have a website. Okay. There was Facebook. I had like yeah. a small Facebook group. Uh, Instagram wasn't even a thing. I think maybe it was just starting, but I had like this need. There was like in, in the, in the community that I was in, everybody wanted to know how I was training and like what I was doing. And I was physically trying to help people locally and just all mm -hmm. over the place. And I couldn't, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it for the masses. So I was like, if I just put together a, a program, what I was doing, because everybody wanted to know how I was training and put that out there, I was like, I can help so many more people. And, uh, whenever I put my first program out there, I remember I couldn't even, I couldn't even like, look, I was like, are people going to get this? They're going to like <laughs> laugh. They're going to think it's like, you know, like they're, they're not going to like it. And, um, after I put it out there and I think I sold like maybe five programs or something like within the first two weeks, I remember I, like, I was just ecstatic and I mm. called my mom. I'll never forget this. I was driving this tiny little stick car going around this roundabout. I think I was talking to my mom, just going around the yes. roundabout. And I was like, mom, you'll never believe what happened. Like, I just like, I wrote the program and I sold it. It was like a, a word document. And it wasn't even like an actual PDF. People were having to manually PayPal me for Stop. the program. Yes. Like I, I didn't have a website or anything. <laughs> Did you? So you talk about trust, right? Right. right yeah. Like that I was sitting in their program and I'll never forget her words to me. She goes, you know, you know, my mom's definitely like tough love. Uh, she's like, oh, that's great. I think that's all she said. Oh, that's mm. great. She's like, but what are you going to do next? What are you going to do next? You're going to saturate the market. That's what she said. I like, I only sold five. <laughs> She was like, you're going to saturate the market, Ashley. So you got to be thinking about what's your next move. Huh? And I'll never forget that moment. And I, I think I have carried that with me on mm. how can I continue to expand and, and grow my business? And you already have your community of people and you just need to think about what is the next step. And, and it, it comes down to this whole, um, like you're comfortable, you're not satisfied. Yeah. yeah. Um, is that, was that how you said it? Or content, what you, content, content, but not, but not satisfied. satisfied. Yeah. Um, I do think though, you need to work on being satisfied with where you are, but there's nothing wrong with not being satisfied because it's easy to become complacent yes. and comfortable. So how do you know that, like actually right now, because of type of crazy day I had yesterday and the weeks before, I, I'm like, there's not one more thing. But I think there's opportunity always for growth. Yeah. Um, personally, right? Uh -huh. And I, I also believe, you know, no business is ever going to outgrow your own personal growth. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so sometimes I have to go back into these stages of who am I? Like, mm -hmm. what is next? Do I have capacity? Do I have another like run in me, mm -hmm. you know, for certain seasons? And I think that's, that's what I feel more like fire. Like, mm -hmm. okay. Like I have no clear vision. I have no clear vision that mm -hmm. I know. Therefore I can't handle 
the tension right now because I don't know what's next, mm-hmm. but I know deep down, like I'm not done making an impact while making an income, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like I still want to impact people, but I also know there's more, p- I'm not done with just my own little niche right now. Mm-hmm. Not every woman in America feels great. Right. I, I, I think that one of the most important things you can do, especially like having an online business is you have to grow your community. Yeah. You have to grow your community. And, um, I actually, uh, am bringing on somebody, uh, that can help me, um, organize so I can send out birthday cards to people in my community who have like purchased programs and I can get their mailing address and just send them a birthday card, a happy birthday card, or like a little gift in the mail. And I think like with, with any business and and you can even say American brew here, like we're a community. It's like, yes. how do you connect with the customers? And I believe, and I, and I, I talk about this all the time with my staff here is you have one time, you have one opportunity to capture somebody. If they had a bad experience, if they don't feel like, um, that their time was meaningful, um, they, they won't come back mm-hmm. because as, um, and we can, I can speak directly to like the fitness community, there are so many individuals out there who are building a platform and building a business with fitness. There's so many options for your customers to go or clients to go, but what is it that makes you different? And if you can figure out ways to grow your community and to make your community tight, that is what's going to inevitably just grow the capacity. And that's even what you challenged me on Monday to do because Instagram was down. For yeah, five hours. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and I said, <laughs> and I said, well, Mark Sue, I said, well, <laughs> you know, I was like, this is making me think too, because you know, so like social media, um, it's not, it's not mine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not like, I mean, we can wake up tomorrow on social media, Facebook, everything can be gone, but how will you, and that's when I asked her like, well, do you have a newsletter? Yeah, I have a newsletter, but I took that to heart Monday when you mentioned a website. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, I even mm-hmm. visited with Jim about that and he was like, absolutely. Like yeah. that is the next step. That, is, that would be the next step for yeah. you is definitely getting a website and it doesn't have to be anything cra- crazy. Right. It can just be like a placeholder with an about, about who you are, yep. your backstory, the transformations that you have done. And then how can I, how can you be contacted? Yes. You know, because, um, and I even think too, and this like, yeah, definitely everything with Monday or whenever it was down, you know, it kind of got me thinking. And I, you know, those of you who have online businesses is, is like, if there was a crash on social media, where can the customers still connect with you? Do you have a newsletter? Do you have some sort of online forum on your website? Um, Do you have a way to still contact and communicate with those people? Yeah. And it's a question right now that everybody should be asking themselves. Yeah, it, seriously, I haven't stopped thinking. I mean, the first thing I told Jim this morning is like, that's like on my to-do list mm-hmm. by the end of October is like just to yeah, get I that can, organized. I have a good, okay. people who do my website. This and is why, awesome. This is why this right mm-hmm. here, I'm pointing to Ashley and myself. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you continually become curious about others and put yourselves yeah. in, in rooms that maybe are uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I mean- if you could see Ashley and I, I mean, I don't have tattoo sleeves. I actually do like the color. Do I intimidate you? People say no. that. No. Okay, good. I love you. No, I was, <laughs> you I wanted to know more. 
Right. I, yeah, I mean, I, girl I think like I, all tatted up. Are you, I, you, I pursued you. I was like, hi, I just need <laughs> yeah, to know who you are. Like, I know you're coaching. She came bounding game. over. I was like, oh, this is a ball of energy. Was I wearing pink? I, you know, I, if we work out, I told Jim said, are you going to work out with her? I said, I'm going to wear pink and try and distract her so that yeah. she doesn't go too hard. But no, this, this right here is why you continually put yourself in rooms mm-hmm. with people that are different, that are a step ahead of you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because, you know, personality only gets your business so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so thank you, honestly, mm-hmm. for just mm-hmm. like seeing some do tweak. You, do you do any like fitness camps here? No. That'd be the, how, how, how big of your audience is here? Like what's your group here? Um, it's like 1.3% of my whole following. You know where my biggest following is, which is so hilarious. Australia. Canada, no, Japan. New York. New York. Can you, a Texan, that's, can you even crazy. imagine what they're thinking of me up there? Um, <laughs> but yeah, 1.3%. I would love to host something that's like been on my heart totally to just open mm-hmm. my home or something just like this health and wellness. Not in your home. Not in Don't my ever home. take Is people to your much? house. It's too much. Thank you. You can have it at the Steve. brew. <laughs> Don't let these people into your home. Actually, Jim would probably give that a hard no. Yeah. <laughs> now that I say that, yeah, and, or um, a park, or yeah, something. a park, something. But yeah, no, I don't have anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because that—that's also huge. Is uh, like being able. I think social media is awesome. Zoom calls are awesome. We, you've learned, we've learned the world is kind of adjusted to like that new life of like, Oh, I, you know, we don't have to meet in person. We can meet via zoom. I think human connection is the strongest bond that you can have with somebody else. And, um, I think it is so important for, platforms similar to what you're are building you people want to see you they need to see you like in person in life like right. in like the real time and so i you know even if you held these boot camps for free mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. in the beginning whenever i would do the same thing i remember when i had my first boot camp up in long island california or no new where is the, where were you california it's not called long island that's new york <laughs> That's what is definitely it? New York where my big following uh, Long, is. Um, Long Beach? Long Beach. Maybe it was Long Beach. We've lived in California, both of us, for a long time. Why can we not think of I don't name? know. I think it's like Long Beach. Is that, is that, That's is right. that wrong? That's right. Is it Long Beach? We're going to go with Long Beach. Yeah. I, genu- my, I probably have a sibling that lives there, and I don't even know. But yes. <laughs> Long Beach. It's for sure Long Beach. Is it Long Beach, California? Is this I where we tell like- your editors, like, don't put this part <laughs> Oh, no, I'm sure they'll blast it. They're like turning up the volume right now. They give me all the time. Um, I had my first camp up there. Yeah. And same thing. I It was just a free camp. I did a workout and then I set everybody down. I talked to them for like an hour. We talked about like health and, uh, and nutrition. And I was like, I, and I didn't have a registration. I didn't have a thing for like anybody to sign up. And I was literally like, nobody's going to come. And whenever I pulled up and the whole place was packed, <gasps> I was like, oh. holy cow. I was like, this is, I was like, all right, Ashley, this is like the real deal. And uh, you cannot back out. You have to go inside. They but know I was like, are. I was like low key freaking out. And um, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. Like, you know, it, it's. I think I think that we become the the biggest detriment for ourselves whenever we we it's easy to not believe in ourselves because we're afraid 
we're afraid that we're going to fail. And it's been um, every time that I have taken a chance and I have done things outside of my comfort zone, that is when I have grown personally, professionally, and you name it. And I think that, you know, for you, I, I mean, I was just say like getting a website okay. and, and then trying to start doing things in person. I can see you hosting like a, a retreat, like a yearly retreat. I would love like that. Like in Bali. Are you going to come I would. speak? I would love to. <laughs> yeah. That would be I really, would in to. Bali, I will definitely do that. I love it. Thank you for seeing that in me. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I just think like oftentimes we, um, we, we like to put a cap on how yep. far we can grow. And, um, somebody once told me, um, or maybe I just came up with this. You can my take mind. it. You I don't own know. It. You'd be I don't like, know. I came up with right. this. I think I, think <laughs> I did come up with this, but if I were to give you a thousand dollars and say, Marcus, so you can go start your own business. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, a thousand dollars. This is what I can do. This is what I want to do. Budget this. So I can't do that. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to give you $10,000. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, like, all right. I, you know, I could do this. Like, I didn't even think about this. Like I could do this. And if I'm like, Marcus, so I'm going to give you a million dollars to start your business. You have to think like, how much does your mind just like, it just, yeah. you're thinking about everything that you can do with all of that. And, and what happens and the point of that story is that we creatively put a cap mm. on what we think we can do or become because we don't think that we have the resources or we don't think that it's even a possibility for us. Yeah. But whenever you allow yourself to not have a cap and to dream and to put these things down on like a vision board Mm -hmm. and be like, this is where I want to go. This is like big picture of who I want to be and the lives that I want to reach and the distance that I want to go. Then your, your imagination and what you can do and become, it becomes endless. Yeah. And, but you have to surround yourself with people Mm -hmm. that are like risk takers Mm -hmm. and not risk assessors, Mm. like thinking like, well, why wouldn't this work or what? Like, that is why it is. And that's you have the, to do it. You have to do it. And like, just even like that, seriously, I'm going to write that down. Mm-hmm. Like that is such good imagery mm-hmm. because we do, we think mm-hmm. like this is the, you know, and it, it's, but it starts because we're in health and wellness mm-hmm. with getting yourself in check. Like yeah, I you, never yep. thought I could, be, right. I could weigh this. I like, I never thought I could wear like a bodysuit. I know. Right. So cute. Well, we have to take a picture for you. Leave. I tried to dress. I told you I tried to dress yeah, very American really brew for you. I love it. Thank you. you do look very American brew. Um, but yeah, you have to put yourself in in rooms with people that whose dreamers are turned on and who um, don't bat an eye, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. when you say, I mean, I probably, I cannot think of one thing I could probably share with you that you'd be like, oh, well, I don't know if you could do that. Yeah. But that's no. the kind of person you right. are. Yeah. And you need, we need more people, more mm-hmm. women, more people that have that kind of drive, that passion mm-hmm. to go make a difference in this world. That's mm-hmm. what it's about, right? So regardless of if you're in health and wellness, if it doesn't matter what kind of business you want to start, like the impact you could have on somebody else's life is the same. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about for me, mm-hmm. at least, is mm-hmm. like serving people, mm-hmm. which actually in return serves my family. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a big deal. I want to ask you one more question. What is the legacy that Marcus Sue wants to leave behind? You know, I, 
I always, I do take it always back to my kids. You know, I love my kids and I just, I want them to always feel so empowered Mm -hmm. and know they can act, they can do anything they want. That nothing is off limits. Nothing. I want to be the first person they call if they have a crazy idea. I want to be, I mean, you know me on the sidelines. I'm their biggest (laughs) fan. (laughs) As far as the legacy goes, I want, I want to enable that in my own home. Mm -hmm. And I want that to exponential. I want them to have that same kind of heart for Mm -hmm. everyone Mm -hmm. that they meet, that they come into contact to. I want them to be passionately curious as am I, about mm-hmm. every person I come into contact to. Jim makes, he's like, why do you talk to random people at the groceries? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just want to know. I want to know more yeah. about these people. And I think when you take the time, I want to be known as somebody that was just curious about other people who yeah. was interested, not interesting, mm-hmm. and asked a lot of questions yeah. and didn't settle. <laughs> I love that. Well, where can people follow you at? Yes. You don't have a website yet? No, but I'm going to cool. as soon as... I pick up my kids from school yeah. <laughs> and after the football game, yeah. <laughs> after all the other things, right? Because I'm not going to multitask. On the um, and then your social media. My social media is marka.sue.rogers. M-A-R-K-A yep. dot sue yep. dot rogers. No D. Huh? No D. R-O-G-E-R-S. I thought I had a really simple last name. But people put a D in it? Always. And my Mm -hmm. first name's weird. Mm -hmm. So. Oh, and then I also, can you talk about your Sunday life hacks? Yes. What is it? So this is something, yeah, talk about that. Because this is a, this is an awesome, you guys should all go follow her. You're so sweet. (laughs) It really started with, um, you you know, I do a lot of solo parenting. um, And like I said, I, I like efficiency. So. Um, there were just some things in my home that were working and people would constantly ask me like, you know, how, how do you pack for vacation or what are your nighttime routines? Mm-hmm. What are your morning routines? Um, you know, certain laundry hacks that I'd picked up from my grandmother, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. there were just all these little things. And I thought, you know, how selfish of me to keep this to myself. So every Sunday night, I just post a life hack, something that is helpful in your home, in your marriage. Um, sometimes they're really tangible and practical, like yeah. the dishwasher, yeah, right? yeah, which I actually one. got a message from somebody that said they broke their dishwasher <laughs> trying it. And she said, I said to my husband, well, Marcus Sue said, and he said, well, what's a Marcus Sue? <laughs> and so, you know, sometimes they're really practical things that I learn, and sometimes they're um, relational. You know, um, I talk a lot about Gemini's marriage on there, just how we keep that, you know, sacred. And yeah, so Sunday life hack. I love Hashtag that. Sunday love life it. hack every yeah. Sunday. That's cool. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for coming on the Reborn podcast. Anytime. It's Are you been, kidding? It's been awesome. So thank you guys for joining us on this week's Reborn podcast. Make sure you um, subscribe. If you're not subscribed, tell your friends. And um, we will catch you next week. Bye. Bye.